We're talking with Justin Wood, who is the uh, Director of Policy for the New York Lawyers for the Public um, Interest. He's also involved, uh, active with, with New York Renews, who, which on Wednesday, Broad Coalition held a, a series of news events across the state to launch their campaign for next year on climate jobs and, and justice package. So, you know, welcome, Justice, and, you know, maybe just give us a brief introduction to, to New York Renews and why your group's involved. Absolutely. Thanks, Mark. My name is Justin Wood. I'm the Director of Policy at New York Lawyers for the Public Interest. We're a community lawyering organization based in New York City with a focus on environmental justice, health justice, and disability justice. And for since the inception, we've been involved with New York Renews, a member of this uh, broad and diverse organization or coalition rather of 370 plus organizations across New York State in every region of the state. We, along with a lot of other members of this coalition, were involved in shaping and then fighting to win uh, New York's really uh, landmark climate law called the Community uh, Climate Leadership and Community Protection Act in 2019. And since then, um, we've been really engaged in advocacy to fully implement the law to meet the essential goals of reducing uh, greenhouse gas emissions and local pollution that's harming uh, the health of so many of our communities across the state. Now, we, we cover New York News quite a bit on the show. A lot of times, Bob Cohen from, from Citizen Action and you know, they've been on about talking about the New York Heat Act and the Climate Change Superfund Act and the Just Energy Transition Act. Um, but I also understand, you know, I know in the past New York Renews has talked about a broader $15 billion budget request, but this year they're apparently trying to focus on, you know, $1 billion at least in this budget as a down payment. Yeah, that's right. What we're really focused on is making the state's climate law a lived reality for New Yorkers starting this year. And so we know the level of investment that our state government needs to have to make sure that we're avoiding the worst outcomes of climate change and making sure we're ready for the unavoidable parts of climate change, like extreme flooding, extreme heat, um, that we're already experiencing wildfire smoke. I mean, I, I don't need to tell New Yorkers, um, these are really troubling things that we know are gonna keep happening. But we, we know that the level uh, that our government needs to invest, and this is according to their own rigorous studies, is at least 10 to $15 billion a year, which is a pretty, actually a pretty small and reasonable portion of our state's economy. But what we're also focused on is um, really making it concrete for our legislators and for New Yorkers to understand so th that there are projects that we could start today if the governor uh, chooses to fund them, projects we could start next month if the governor chooses to fund them, that would both be addressing the climate crisis in communities across the state, creating jobs, a lot of jobs and good jobs in communities across the state, and actually improving everyday life. Um, so that's everything from better transportation that's affordable and efficient um, and, and allows New Yorkers to get to work, whether it's within one city or even between cities, um, as so many people commute long distances now, or something like 
bringing renewable energy right to our own communities and making sure that energy is, is cheaper than what we're paying for now, um, which in many cases is, is hurting ratepayers because we're paying for outdated power plants and gas lines that we don't need anymore and that cannot be a part of our future if we're going to address climate change. Now, for the most part, these are not, um, you know, new proposals. And, you know, I think there's some level of disappointment among climate activists the last couple of years that while you know, a couple good, really good bills were passed, many other good bills, like the agenda this year, w was not. What, what makes us believe that this is a moment where the legislature finally comes to grip that they need a much more robust uh, agenda on the books than what they've been willing to do the last few years? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, our approach as, as an organization at New York Lawyers for the Public Interest, and I, I think the approach of, of most of the members of New York News is that people want these things. People understand. We, we don't, you know, people understand that climate uh, crisis is, is here and is getting worse. I mean, I mentioned just a few of the really um, unfortunate things that New Yorkers have experienced this year. I mean, no one we, we were not prepared for what happened on June 7th when, when toxic smoke um, crossed our state and, and caught us by surprise. We do know that that's likely to happen again. Similarly, we're not surprised anymore when, for example, uh, a large portion of our transit system in, in New York City and elsewhere shuts down due to extreme flooding and, and people are uh, having to spend huge amounts of money out of their own pockets to fix their homes, um, uh, which are flooding routinely now. And I think part of the focus now is people know that the climate crisis is here, but our legislators need to hear that it's unacceptable to keep um, kicking the can down the road and that the, we need to pay for this damage somehow at the same time that we're gonna, we need to pay for the investments in the future. So, some of the bills that we're prioritizing this year, um, like the Climate Superfund Act, would do exactly the right thing by starting to put the responsibility on the wealthy corporations that have only become more profitable um, in the last few years that have caused most of the damage uh, in terms of climate change and that are directly responsible for things like people's homes and, and transit systems and roads and parks uh, being damaged by flooding on a routine basis now. All this makes sense, but I also read this morning that governor people testified to the New York State Legislature Financial Committees um, this week. And one of the points they made is even though they have a over $4 billion deficit, we're not going to raise um, you know, taxes on the wealthy and we're actually not going to cut spending on some of the big programs. Yes, they, they need to raise more money, but how do you convince, you know, particularly the governor that, uh, you know, she needs to put a lot more money on the table for climate than she's been willing to do so far? Well, that's that's been a core part of what our coalition has been fighting for, is to make sure that the polluters that have caused the damage and continue to profit from the status quo, even though we, we don't need the status quo, and there are a lot of examples um, we could talk about, but that those corporations that are continuing to make profit um, on a system that causes so much harm, that they're the ones to pay the fair share to increase the budget that New York State has um, for these climate investments. So this shouldn't come, doesn't need to come from uh, low and middle income New Yorkers who pay utility bills and taxes. 
um, they should not con continue to bear the brunt of these costs. We really need to pass legislation and make sure that there are proposals in the governor's budget and in the legislature's budget that count or, or do pass these regulations, making the biggest polluters pay their fair share of the cleanup and of the investments and the transition we need to a renewable economy. So we've been talking with uh, Justin Wood, New York Lawyers for Public Interest, um, Director of Public Policy or Director of Policy. And New York Renews released, has just released their climate jobs and, and justice package. Uh, you know, Justin, if people want to find out more about this package or, you know, even if they want to express their opinion, you know, one way or the other to, to lawmakers, how, how best can they find this information in the last 45 seconds or so? Absolutely. Well, the best thing New Yorkers can do is really engage and follow New York Renews, that's NY Renews, on our website or on social media, whether you're on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. And we routinely, again, um, have the reach of a, a statewide coalition. And all of this depends on thousands of New Yorkers joining together and really um, making sure that lawmakers, regardless of what region they represent or what political party they're in, are really focused on addressing this crisis and on making sure that we don't continue to hit ordinary New Yorkers in the pocketbook to pay for this damage going forward. So we uh, routinely coordinate thousands of, of New Yorkers who want to join and, we're, and calls to lawmakers. We're out of time, unfortunately. Okay. Um, this has been uh, Justin Wood, and this has been Mark Dunley for the Hudson Mohawk um, Magazine.